0: Hello, and welcome to The Moral Minority Show. I am your host, Josh Luckett, and I am joined by my co-host, Candy Curley. What's up? Uh, We have a fun episode today, a little bit of a, I mean, honestly, an interesting topic um, about kind of the nature of just where a lot of young adolescent men are, And what are the adverse effects of that? What are some ways that society can come along in that? Um, What are some ways that Christianity can come along in that? And so that is going to be just far-reaching and intriguing to talk about But before we talk about something that is actually serious and actually pertinent to humanity and to the direction that humanity is going. This is pertinent to humanity and the direction that it's going. But before we get to what's actually (laughs) pertinent to humanity and the direction that humanity is going. Of course, um, I live, well we live, in a beautiful city that um, is sad right now. It's sad right now. And Mm -hmm. for good reason. And And let me be clear before Kennedy... Vince um, I actually have so many family members and friends that are Cowboys fans Mm -hmm. that like personally I don't have animus towards the Cowboys Mm. but I (laughs) I just it's so entertaining to watch you guys be (laughs) mediocre like it's like it's literally like it it's like I, I like typically find Stephen A. Smith to be odious and just unreliably like to some extent even anti-intellectual, which is interesting because his vocabulary is so big.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like when he talks about the that whole thing that he's created, the whole mm-hmm. moniker that he's created of the accident waiting to happen, it's. It really is just so entertaining. And I think because you guys are America's team, it's so it's so entertaining to watch every game, knowing that you may get excellence, you may get pathetic, and you will predominantly get... And mediocre sounds like a harsh word, but it's really like you just never meet the expectation that is there of like, A, America's team, your glorious past, Mm -hmm. um, the fan base's expectation, Mm -hmm. like, that never gets met and watching the multiplicity and variety of ways that it doesn't get met Mm -hmm. is hilarious. You know, I think that it used to it used to be, I feel like it
2: used to be multiple ways that we would lose games, like against San Francisco, um, like game losing interceptions, or, you know, I hate to do this, the the snap. Um, oh, God. Last year? No, no, no. Romo's first... Uh, oh, the, 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 the miss snap. The box at point. Yeah. point. Yeah, you yeah. had, you know, creativity with stuff like that. Miss field goals, uh, penalties at the end of games. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Dak, it's like, it, we pretty much lose the same way every time we go to the playoffs. Like, most, not not every time, sometimes he plays okay, but like, Kind of an underperformance. Yeah, just like he plays like, either like, just like pretty good or maybe average or the last two years pretty subpar. Yeah, but like, just never good enough. And sometimes your defense doesn't play very well, but you want your quarterback to elevate that. But no, this year it was like really couldn't have asked for uh, for any better. You, uh, (laughs) I think they, I heard something about like number one offense in the league, right? Yeah. Which it's funny to me. Everyone always brings that up in like in favor of him, but then they cry about like oh he doesn't have good enough receivers, or right, right, right. you know oh Kellen Moore is terrible. And it's like which one? Do you <laughs> which you one can't one have is. it both ways. Come on, like <laughs> either the offense is actually good and or, or I don't know. But um, no, yeah, it's he was terrible. Uh, and I just want to say because this is kind of my moment of uh, mm-hmm. you know just uh, venting a little bit. I've been prophesying about Dak Prescott.
0: For four years, you really have Prophesy. It's kind of it. It is kind of interesting, especially like the Twitter monologues that you go on. Yes, like how it it legit like it can look from the outside in like a hater. Yes, but it genuine. But it always comes across as like thoughtful, yes. and then clearly as like. I, I don't think he's as bad as you think he is. I don't think he's bad, right? You don't think he's bad. You right. just think he's not elite, mm-hmm. but I do think. It is blatantly obvious that he is not what his biggest supporters think. Yes, is. And, and so that's really probably, I probably
2: overemphasize how his bad because mm-hmm. who I'm trying to target is his biggest supporters who think that he's a god. They think that he's like maybe one tier below Patrick Mahomes, possibly, arguably top five. In the conversation with Josh Allen, those people are ridiculous to me. And uh, I just don't think that in his seven years, I could break down his whole... I don't think I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I could break down his whole seven years and tell you he was great his first year. After that, he's, like, been up and down. All right. uh, but, no, yeah, I mean, it just comes down to, like, you had C.D. Lamb. You had uh, Pollard for m- probably most of the game, I think. Um, like,
0: mid-third quarter, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, and it's like, even if you I didn't
2: actually, have like the best of weapons, you still... You, what... Your defense allowed like 19 points, and I think 10 of them were were non turnover related. The other nine were because yeah. of you. <laughs> so you almost scored as many points <laughs> against the Cowboys that's, that's as, as other team. That's but tough. I don't know. I just think that it's ridiculous the excuse making that he he gets. Uh, you know mm-hmm. what do you call it? Um, led the league in interceptions despite missing five games. They go four and one without him. Um, he led the league in interception percentage. Regardless of games, yeah. uh, you know, it's just—it's bad. It's, bad. it's bad. I mean, I'm sorry. Game, and game, I've been prophesying. I've been—I've yeah. been—I've been telling the people for a long time. He's—he's
0: he's pretty good. Yeah, that's it. It's one of those things mm-hmm. where, like, yeah, I think Dak. You know, when he was at Mississippi State, you know, being a big LSU fan, of course we played him, and mm-hmm. there was a game where they really like whooped our ass, mm-hmm. and like um, back when he was there, and. I mean, I, I definitely saw him as, like... Yeah, he could... That's an NFL prospect. He's got a big arm. He can run.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He seems like he's got the leadership intangibles and the character stuff. It's, it's always been very evident with Dak. And then, mm-hmm. like... um, And he's a good thrower of the football. He was a yeah. guy that I was like, yeah, he could throw on the next level. Mm-hmm. I, I, I felt that back in, like, 2014, you know, and, and kind of in his best year at Mississippi State. And then, like you know he gets into the Dallas situation and you know kind of had an overlap with Romo mm-hmm. and really played his way into showing that he was a franchise quarterback instead. and i think he is i think he's a franchise quarterback if i were if i were a franchise i would i would say hey if i put decent enough weapons around dak I could consistently be in the playoffs and be making a push for championships. I think it is very evident that he is not a guy to go win you a championship. Mm. Mm. You know? he At best, he would be in one of those situations where, like, a defense is so historically great mm. that he gets to be a part of a championship and be yeah, a leader yeah. on a championship team, but not, like, the guy that's, like, And, you know, like, people go back and forth on this, but when when I look at, like, the elite of the quarterbacks in the NFL right now, until I'm proven wrong, it looks like these young guys run this league. It looks like you're looking at Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Herbert, and Trevor Lawrence for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you got... Jalen
2: Hurts and Lamar.
0: Lamar Jackson. You know, like, Mm -hmm. these guys who are just, like who are, in my opinion, right there, if not... I mean, at this point, you'd have to put Jalen Hurts ahead of Trevor and um Probably better Herbert. than Dak right now. Yeah, yeah, no. This, I, this yeah, year, at least. Yeah, yeah, sure. and I know it sounds insane to say Jalen Hurts is better than um, Herbert and Lawrence, and I know their ceiling and their upside and their future looks brighter, I guess, mm-hmm. but you can't deny how when Lamar is healthy, when Jalen Hurts is healthy, and so, like, these guys, like... Are just ahead of Dak and I mean, I guess people could say, "Well, Jalen's team is so loaded, and he's, he's kind of playing a system." And it's like, yeah, but he's <clears throat> a, might be in the Super Bowl in two weeks, you right, know, and right. just like that, like that, that just has to matter. And it's like, it's not like he's something that the team is trying to hide it's not like a Garoppolo situation with Mm -hmm. the 49ers this is like a guy who is like the engine and the leader of that offense and it's a very efficient right and I think two of their three losses came without him yeah yeah I mean the the Saints were able to ball him out or to beat him you know pretty nice because he wasn't there and so it's like that's yeah and I I I think the future for the Cowboys is it's less Dak Dak is not y'all's issue Not the biggest issue. Your biggest issue is Jerry Jones. Yes. Your your biggest issue is an owner who wants to be front-facing, who Mm. wants to do it a certain way, and and even protested against black people. Who was (laughs) racist? Like we had a whole episode talking about his uh, his escapades as a young man um, who just so happened to be a protest. I was protesting against black children coming into a school. Mm. I guess he was just going to school that day. but, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones is y'all's biggest issue. I mean, you got an owner who, after big time things that happen during a game, before your coach can speak on personnel issues, your owner is speaking on personnel issues, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. And so, I, when you fix the Jerry issue, you guys are obviously a great market, a great brand. And will one day win a championship again? You you just it's hard to win a championship with an owner that's that intrusive, and the reason that owners should not do personnel stuff is because all they are is rich people who may like football. Then you hire coaches and GMs to do personnel stuff?
2: And I I do get that, and I'm not I don't disagree with you about Jerry in general, but honestly when you
0: look at this team personnel isn't really that big of an issue it's not but getting rid of like not taking care of the Amara Cooper Amara Cooper it's a big deal it's a big deal because now you look at your team you know overpaying for Zeke Mm -hmm. that's a big deal that's true you know what I'm saying so so there have been small things that have happened over time where it's like look my team is I think very well they have a very well run organization they draft well the Saints you know Mm -hmm. but also like there are obviously times where you make really stupid decisions that really cost you. And this mm-hmm. year, saying Jameis is your guy, mm-hmm. cost you. Yeah. Trading away um, C.J. Gardner, cost you. Mm-hmm. Like You know what I mean? Like, um, oh, Didn't y'all trade a pick to the Eagles? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now it's like top ten yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I'm mad at y'all for that, but go ahead. It was dumb. Mm-hmm. It was super dumb. And now they're even going to get more loaded as yeah. they got probably the best O-ball nickel team. safety oh, yeah. in the league mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I mean led the at one point led the league in interception like it's just ridiculous but anyway like it, it, you, you just personnel stuff is a big deal mm-hmm. and if you have a guy and, and it's a, and it's something that you have to be really efficient at
2: you do have to be really
0: efficient in order to be successful and if you have a guy who's meddling in that mm-hmm. you're just gonna have a lot of trouble putting the best staff, coaching staff and team on the field to perform for championships
2: mm-hmm no, I mean, that's fair enough. Um, I agree. I think Jerry Jones, uh, you know, certainly is a flawed owner and one who I think that we're going to at least have a very hard time winning a Super Bowl with. But, I don't know, the last few days have been about Dak Prescott and Dak Prescott only to me. Uh, And I think everybody needs to know that. And I, I feel inclined to, to say that because, again, the third time I'm going to mention this, I've been prophesying for four, like, you like I just I have to get this off. I do I have to get this off my chest. I'm sorry. And you know we had a whole a whole podcast about black quarterbacks. I don't care. I I may sound racist. Like I was a Romo supporter too. But you know what? Th- this is but legitimate, you know what? though. This, this is, is legit.
0: This is a, this is a this is a functionality critique. Yes. Not a like stylistic critique. Yeah. Like, yeah. So uh,
2: I don't know if you. Uh, if uh, you know you want your, I don't know. I just feel like Dak to me. Uh, he should be embarrassed to show his face in the city of Dallas. If I see him in a restaurant or something like that, uh, I won't say anything. But if someone did, I wouldn't. I would. I would just record. Like
0: <laughs> you, do, you do. You do have to. Like, we were talking about this on the phone earlier today. Like when you. It sounds trite and kind of trivial because it's a sports team, but sports do, they significantly matter in any society. And Mm -hmm. I could do a whole podcast on that. But like, and so when you let an entire city down, because quite frankly, you just underperformed. Like it's not like, man, we grinded it it out. and Like I've Mm -hmm. seen some tough Saints losses in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. There've only been a couple where I've been able to look at Drew Brees back when he was our guy and be like, ooh, Drew, like, you you put on a stinker and that's why we went home. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of see that. But it, at least, at least, at least with, the last couple years with that. Yeah.
2: It, at least with the Drew Brees, it was like, you won a Super Bowl with him. So like, anything after that, it's like, okay, he could have let you down a handful of times or whatever. But it's like, you mm-hmm. still have that Super Bowl. To, it's like Dirk. Like, mm-hmm. Dirk, had his, you know, 2007 shiny terrible, you know. Oh, I thought you were
0: talking about the 2011.
2: Right. But but like <laughs> but like when you have the 2011 championship, anything Ooh. before or after, you just kind of like, okay. Like I can I can swallow that. And so with Dak, maybe he'll get there, who knows. Um but uh for now I'm mad at him. He's okay. a, he, I will he, tell yeah. him to, to he's, uh, he's a fun guy
0: to root for, but he is also it is at this point very evident that he is not Elite, mm-hmm. it, it just is, yeah. you know. Sorry, and so Sorry. you know, but but you know what's crazy is like Aaron Rodgers will have the playoff stinker every now and then, yeah. So, Again, I mean, Super Bowl. so people have their DAC arguments, and I think mm-hmm. they're valid because I mean, he has had a great everything career, and you know, I've, oh, yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, at the end of the day, bro, you gotta you got to be you gotta beat Brock Purdy, yeah. I mean, that's a really good 49ers team, but.
1: You got. If you're that guy. By, you gotta um, beat
0: Brock Purdy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, like, so and like, Brock Purdy could go on to be Tom Brady. Yeah, but at that juncture in his career, mm-hmm. you gotta beat Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So no, I agree. Well, rest in peace, Cowboys. Oh, not uh, actually.
2: I'll end it with good news. We got Dan Quinn back, uh, one more year, which means that next year is our year, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you guys are unbelievable. Hey, we're running it back. I it's don't January. I don't, yeah, yeah this this season's not even over but you know what I gotta speak it into existence because I've been prophesying I've been prophesying for about Dax so
0: I might as well prophesy about next year this. it's I'm our year 2020 uh, I, you know every year every, in fairness every year is a black and gold Super Bowl so I'm not gonna but I also I readily realize mm-hmm. when my team's window is closing mm-hmm. and we're about two years away from that window being mm-hmm. like shut <laughs> you know what I'm saying so yeah,
2: I thought it was but, shut Dan Quinn's back so so we go. but there anyway, is. we can move on to uh
0: incels, which Dak <laughs> Prescott maybe won. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> he did lose his girlfriend, so that's a piece of that, too. He yeah. not really lose, he they broke up after two years. From what I, I saw, it was like one tweet I saw, but it was a pretty normally a pretty reliable source. So, uh, that he's going through it. You know what? Let's pray for that instead of pray for instead Dad. of what? I'm not gonna say anything. Go say. ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so so a, a big thing that I've really been itching to talk about, because I think I think it, it it is a lightning rod for like really good conversation in my opinion, is this this epidemic in society, which I think is a logical conclusion of how kind of dominoes have fallen over the last few years. Um, but this epidemic in society of the struggles of young adolescent and young adult men and so first off let's just start with like what the terminology of this group is or what kind of terminology they've been given what are some of the kind of overarching like um, statistics and realities that this group faces um and then a little bit of the history of why I think some of this is happening or why we think some of this is happening, but um essentially, Kennedy, there's this group of or rather l- rather large group of adolescent young men, and it kind of it kind of stretches from like early teenage all the way up until like your early to mid thirties ish type. Mm-hmm. And it and it's kind of this um this reality of lack of identity, struggles with socialization, loneliness, lack of romantic engagements, and kind of yeah i guess that would sum it up in the, in those four and the reason that this group has gotten so much attention recently is because specifically the white demographic of this group ends up almost exclusively being white supremacists and so it is it is just like it and so and and how they get pulled into this is like you know, the lack of identity, the lack of socialization, the lack of romantic engagement, you know, uh all these things oftentimes lead to falling into the clutches of self help gurus or at least people who front themselves as self help gurus who actually are just preying on insecure men and giving them extremely rigid traditional and sometimes very patriarchal advice mm. um but it's advice and they feel kind of hopeless and so they kind of dive into that and they end up going down a really dark road that leads to oftentimes just flat out being a white supremacist. so you go from like kind of like traditional conservative thoughts and then all of a sudden you just really deep dive into like mm. far right thinking and so that's kind of why this atten- this group has gotten so much attention, and they one of their famous gurus was arrested, Andrew Tate, mm-hmm. um, and I uh, it's somewhere in Europe. I, I'm 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 blanking on. Um, start with an R. It does start with an R, mm-hmm. but I don't remember <laughs> for some reason. Mm-hmm. Where uh, it's irrelevant. He he was he was sex trafficking or it's alleged that he was uh, being um, kind of watched closely as he was potentially engaging in sex trafficking. And we even have some pretty incriminating audio evidence from him that it's pretty much confirmed that he was doing this. And so this will be a long trial, and I'm sure he'll eventually face some pretty severe punishment in time hopefully he is a celebrity so you never know but but like i said this group is getting a lot of popularity because of the troublesome behavior that normally comes out of this group but i but the reason i think it's good to talk about it is because i think there's actually a significant amount of nuance here that far from bringing like quote-unquote empathy of like oh now i get why you're a white supremacist you know what i mean like not that but more of like (laughs) One, how can we kind of avoid people going down that path? And two, how can we realize the nuance complications there? Um and uh and and engage with it and understand that it's not as black and white as oh, these are just men who would love to be white supremacists and they love to follow right wing demagogues and you know, like so to so to actually Flesh it out and bring some new thoughts to it. So, but before I keep going, what 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 are what are your thoughts? Kind of not, not just on on the group in and of themselves, and then also like, um, and also like how we can begin to engage with them or engage with what they're struggling with in a much more informative and thoughtful and hopefully helpful way.
2: Yeah, I'm still kind of trying to figure out. How to go about? I guess uh, current solution, other than systemic solutions, I guess
0: with which <clears throat> which is like um, which we'll get which we'll get into like the systemic factors that often provokes some of that behavior here in the mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I mean, uh, really, those are kind of my first and foremost thoughts are just kind of the systemic kind of causes. Um, you know, expenses being high, uh, housing being high, pay being kind of low, and it being kind of hard to find people due to kind of economic conditions to mm. either socialize with or date or whatever um, but uh, on an individual basis of like I don't know just as far as
0: <laughs> that's I don't know that's a little a little trickier to I, me it's so. <laughs> tricky yeah because one on an individual basis you're talking about at times if if they've really gone down like a really dark path like mm. some of the most troubling and like disgusting people mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of to be frank and, and as yeah. far as ideology in our society but like at the same time you are talking about humans and you're talking about people who've obviously been affected by lar- larger social structures so so some of the things like you mentioned that lead to this isolation this you know which i, which I think is the best way to say it, it mm-hmm. it's a very isolated kind of outcast group is certainly economic, right? So mm-hmm. you're dealing with like like more smaller amounts of time to engage with friends, to have opportunities to socialize. Um less ability to like I was thinking about this when I was talking to the high school kids that I work with, but I told them I was like y'all do realize that after college making friends is going to be really difficult it is very difficult like if you like if you hit the jackpot and get some really good colleagues Mm -hmm. or you just so happen to find like a really dope friend group Mm -hmm. or you kind of have to have some some cool life circumstances Mm -hmm. that afford you the ability to have a lot of friends Mm -hmm. that you're meeting on the other side of college because it's one of the last spaces where socialization is very normative Mm -hmm. And and uh, and has a lot of potential to be very healthy because you just have so many options. Right. You know? And so, like, that aspect of, like, the intense work weeks, you know, the, the I mean, you just don't have a, like, you know, what do you do when you're, like, 27, 28? What club do you find? You know what I mean? Like, what what group do you find? You know, like yeah, yeah I I mean,
2: no yeah it's just you have your two days kind of fully off um if you're already more mm-hmm. introverted than work is a little bit more of a strain mm-hmm. anyway just being with a lot of people um so yeah. like for me personally i know that when i'm done with work i normally don't want to hang out with people and go home That's it. um you're exhausted yeah i'm tired <laughs> yeah. so mm-hmm. you got your two days sunday you know i guess you could go to church (laughs) but like I guess I guess yeah (laughs) Um, but other than that like it is hard to to socialize with people um, unless you already know them which like for me and and maybe yeah for you too like I guess we're kind of lucky in the sense that you know in Dallas we just know a lot of people yeah Uh, we had that socialization in college and like for me in high school because I'm from here but um, yeah no you move to a different city or, or somewhere else it between work and, um, lack of time and lack of knowing people,
0: it, it is very difficult. It is. It, 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 and, and, and then, like, the economy isn't great. Mm. I mean, I'm sure, like, the stock market's, I don't know, you know, I don't really pay attention to how the economy is going for the elites, but <laughs> as far as for the working class, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you, you have a lot of, uh intentional unemployment in our economy right now mm-hmm. like people that are just like yeah I'm kind of good on just going to any job like I'll I'd rather be unemployed for a little bit and find something I really like and so yeah the work the that uh, you know that sector is is kind of kind of uh, depleted right now uh you have uh, I mean people just aren't a lot of people are underemployed currently. Mm-hmm in America, you have um, the vast majority of Americans not being able to afford mm. afford a $500 emergency. Um, and so, with, you know... And, you, and sorry ahead. to cut off, mm-hmm. but uh, a
2: lot of people who live with uh, roommates or is, family mm-hmm. because living by yourself is a little expensive. challenging and mm. expensive right now.
0: Yeah, which is... Mm-hmm. How it's going to be that. that even, even if you're living with roommates... Which is normally a more more Social conducive kind of, yeah it's 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 great. it's better socialization and it's a more conducive environment to have romantic interests come over to your house mm-hmm. um it's still people that you're having to navigate right. as you're trying to have romantic interests mm-hmm. you know coming in and out of your house which if anyone's lived with other guys you know that that can be really smooth to mm-hmm. be dating someone while you live with some other guys and it could be not yeah. very easy you know so like um that aspect of course if you're living with your parents you just it's gonna be really hard to, <laughs> to date someone <laughs> while you're living like, and, and mm. there's so many people I know either around my age or a little bit younger that as they're either making a career shift or like getting laid off mm. you know or their job was just awful to them and really destroying their mental health mm. having to live with their parents i going to be the most conducive time mm-hmm. to, you know, have a deep romantic, you know, interest. And so you have that aspect. Um, and then you just have, like, I, and this is kind of the most interesting part of it all, and I think the place where there's just a lot to speak into on a practical level, you just have a significant amount of very weird understanding of how opposite genders Mm. interact like like and and there's so many roots of it and i'm so interested to hear what you think on this Mm. also because there's so many roots of it there's there's the like guys can be creepy root of it of like a lot of times women have a little bit more of a like Alert, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, for guys starting conversation because it's like, especially if this guy's not like immediately conventionally attractive and immediately just some silver tongued devil, like, (laughs) you know, you have this, like, what does this guy want? You know, Mm -hmm. is he being weird? And oftentimes, even when, oftentimes, sometimes, not oftentimes. (laughs) Sometimes guys really aren't being weird. They're literally, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's your name? You know, maybe sometimes not even interested. Mm-hmm. But because women have so many negative advances towards them, mm-hmm. especially on social media, which we underestimate how many inappropriate DMs your average woman receives on a consistent mm-hmm. basis, right? Like, it's just it just makes interactions between guys... And girls really, so if you're already having a difficult time finding healthy spaces to socialize, how much more difficult is it then when you do have those slivers of moments Mm. where you're in groups or you're meeting people or you find a place to hub and and then it's like having that interaction with someone is just like really awkward. A lot of it is traditionalism. Mm-hmm. I Some was gonna other, say. There you go. You can speak go Yeah, ahead. and I speak was gonna say <laughs> that this is this
2: is uh, alerting all of my uh, Christian red flags and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of like uh, like women are kind of I feel like in church kind of led to any man who approaches you is you looking know, to marry only, you? Only, yeah, looking to marry yeah. you, or you know, only looking for you know sex or something right. like that. You know, and so it's only one or the other, and being able to determine which is nearly impossible because we don't have very healthy uh, gender roles or radars, you know, so, um, but yeah, like, you kind of have the uh, patriarchal, like, uh, oh, only a man is supposed to pursue a woman, uh, so a woman can't actually, uh,
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, so she has to do it in really subtle, like, everyone, when you're, like, originally, like, pursuing someone, you do need to find ways to be, like, Mm subtle but clear but flirty but you know whatever Mm -hmm. but like she has to like almost give this like oh it was really nice to meet you you know know? (laughs) it's just like and she you know she can't just be like hey i actually really enjoyed hanging out with you would love Mm -hmm. to like would love to like go out sometime or something like that you know like women do do that and they can but it's less normative yeah yeah you know
2: yeah, so you have you have stuff like that. You have, um, I guess the the on the opposite end the pressures of um, being a man and having to kind of. I guess navigate the whole relationship as the leader, um, right? In a lot of church spaces, you have you have to lead whatever the hell that is Right. So they're leading basic, in a dating relationship, which I right. I think basically all that comes down to is they're scared of you having sex, so they're going to put a whole bunch of boundaries around right. <laughs> the relationship right. that right. you as the man need to keep intact if right. you want to actually be pure, right. and if you want to actually go to heaven, <laughs> <laughs> because the gospel is because if you have sex before marriage, you go to hell. You're going. Right? To hell. We all know. This. We do. This is common um, knowledge. So now, men and women are alike or scared because women's like, if I, you know, uh, am interested in him, I can't ask him out, and he's like, if I'm interested in her, I might go down the slippery slope of,
0: of being a what's the opposite of an like <laughs> so, so so the church is a just a horrible breeding ground. Right. For, you you either get overly zealous, quick marriages, uh-huh. healthy marriages, or terrible relationships Mm -hmm. because there's so many weird things that you're having to navigate in a relationship that doesn't flow Mm -hmm. and we'll get to more of that but like it's the church is one of the better spaces for young people to meet other Mm -hmm. like-minded young people Mm -hmm. and it's still oftentimes while it does have a higher like Marriage, right? You know, yeah. like it's still oftentimes, le- and we'll get to like the singleness in the church here here in a second. But like, it, you often will get a lot of like, a lot of either prolonged and undesired singleness, mm-hmm. or like just really weird, crappy relationship situations because mm-hmm. we just don't know how to navigate a lot of those dynamics. And so, um, you know, on the, on that other reason, the social pressures that lead to a lot of weird conversations that leave people isolated because, I mean, you literally have a bunch of guys that just literally just do not know how to talk to girls. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to become a friend with a girl. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to ask a girl out. And, you know, everyone struggles, right? Like, there's Mm -hmm. definitely times where I've been like, man, I want to ask this girl out. And I'm, like, super nervous with my friends. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone, you know, but, like, (laughs) but at the end of the day, like, I know how to ask a girl out. Mm -hmm. I know how to talk to women. I have a lot of platonic relationships with women. It's just one of those things where it's, like, sometimes you get fortunate enough to where that becomes more of a rhythm, even Mm -hmm. as you're navigating all of the weird Mm -hmm. strictures and rigid things about society. But oftentimes you have a lot of guys who just, like, they just don't know how to step into that and engage with that so that's another thing one of the bigger things that leads to this is a lot of the traditional masculinity is no longer applicable Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so like the idea of your identity as a man is you provide and protect Mm
1: -hmm.
0: well you could meet a lot of women who make more than you Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, women ought to use a gun You know, if they need Mm -hmm. to protect themselves. Also, women are becoming much more comfortable taking boxing lessons. Mm -hmm. Lessons. Taking, you know... um, Weight classes. Weight classes. defense -defense classes. classes. You know, like... So the idea of, like, I need a man to protect me. Mm -hmm. No, I need, like, my civil rights. And, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, like, that's going to protect me significantly, Mm -hmm. legislatively, even from physical harm. And then, too, like, no, I need, like my wits my my ability to know when I'm in weird troubling situations and avoid them like women don't need a man's protection whatever the heck that means anyway Mm. you know like because women are just always walking down dark Batman Gotham like (laughs) alleys you know and I understand Uh, that there are very serious and dangerous situations for women in like parking lots mm -hmm. and like at night going to their cars and things of that nature but like um the, the idea that the overarching responsibility and role of manhood is to provide and protect women, it just no longer is super applicable. So mm-hmm. there's that. And then also, like, a lot of what was being called normative dating relationship approaches, behavior, marriage behavior from men is no longer being tolerated. Mm-hmm. And so you're gonna have more women who are like nah i'm good now here's the adverse things that then come out of the quote-unquote incel involuntary settlement in case we haven't defined that is then you have this like high woman hating culture you have this like Big anti feminist culture because the big thing that's oh, leading yeah. to all of this is feminism. You know, women are no longer, they wouldn't say it this way. Actually, they would say it this way staying in their place,
1: uh-huh. you know,
0: like, right. you know, being available for me, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. whatever. Like, women are too independent now. <laughs> you get your own job, right. <laughs> not need me for financial security. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what? And so, like, you have that, you have, like, and then, like, the advice that these guys get is oftentimes this like go to the gym eat raw eggs in the morning learn how to like treat your women like a dog so they know that you know you're their daddy or whatever, whatever you know like you know and like it, it, it starts off normally pretty harmless it's Jordan Peterson's 12 steps of success a clean mm-hmm. room you know get rhythms have healthy habits mm-hmm. and then it like slowly bends into like which from jordan peterson himself who is by the way a famous conservative university psychologist who then believes now that he's the ultimate political theory Mm -hmm. mind it's troubling and he's pretty anti-intellectual and not really respected by his colleagues and very trending very far right wing and his his so his commentary kinda of starts with this like twelve step stuff and then it turns into this like should men and women even be working in the workplace together because because it's so tempting for men when women are around. Just weird stuff. Mm. Like so you have this just like the response to the struggles and the isolation that men are feeling turns into this like well the res- well the way we fix it is you know, we've gotten out of our norms and and mm. this modern thing is like now adversely it. hurting men and they're having less sex and uh-huh. you know, all this stuff and it's like and so we gotta get back. It's uh-huh. just make America great again and right. it's on microcosm, you know. And um and so you have that. Now, before we get to there's two big things we wanna hit on, but like kind of how Progressive values respond to this and also how Christianity can respond to this epidemic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There is one last thing to really note here is oftentimes when we think about incels, we predominantly think young white men. Mm-hmm. The truth is there are a significant amount of Indian men, Asian men, African American men that fall into these categories
1: mm-hmm.
0: for a lot of pretty obvious reasons. A lot of them are going through the same economics crap. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are having the same socialization issues. Mm. Um, even when you look at husbands, by the way, a lot of them don't have a lot of healthy friendships. So that's, right. that's even its own just issue with men universally, right. which you know is an important conversation as well. But like, oftentimes we forget that like a lot of Asian men and Indian men really get passed up a lot on dating apps. True, mm-hmm. for a lot of sociological reasons that we can go into. Um, another time or even a little bit today if we need to, but like uh, uh, a lot of black men have A, economic issues two, are really trying to navigate sometimes, like, this is really weird to say but it just needs to be said because it is true and there's data to back up this is the thing, like a lot of black men are Socialized through media and different things like that to really be attracted to white women or lighter skinned mm-hmm. women. Yeah. And oftentimes, white women have massive social, family, you know, mm-hmm. um, hurdles mm-hmm. to having a healthy relationship with a black man. Mm-hmm. And so, oftentimes, a lot of who a portion of black men are really interested in they can't really engage with you know. Um and uh so 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 that's that's and there's a lot to that. A whole lot. Because it's not saying that black men like exclusively like white women. That's ridiculous. Right, right. But you know, but like but there are a lot of issues there. And so it is important to note that like while a lot of this group does tend to be like fervent white supremacists mm-hmm there are a significant chunk of involuntary celibates who are also minorities. Yeah, it's a pretty diverse group of uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the issue. The left, people with progressive values mm-hmm. like myself and yourself, Yep. while we notice this community, they normally come across as very odious because they oftentimes get a lot of the moniker of like being a very women-hating white supremacist group. Mm-hmm. So they so they do come across as pretty odious, to especially with a lot of the things that they become attracted to, the ways that they start speaking, what they start talking about. They become very like, you know, like adverse or you know, counterculture to a lot of progressive values. But also, the left has an issue with engaging with this group because we tend to give very structural advice and not a lot of personal application Mm -hmm. advice. So if I were to meet an overweight person, Mm -hmm. I would say to you, well, America has really bad processed foods. You don't have a lot of time to work out because of the nature of your job. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of walkable stuff in your city or your town. You don't have a lot of great parks around you. Um, uh, depression rates are high depression rates are high you know (laughs) like um, you know you live in a very car heavy society Mm, like there's mm. all kinds of things to say to someone and you know it's like I just this the last thing I'm going to say is like the last thing I would think to say in that situation because it sounds unempathetic and harsh Mm. is like go to the gym you need to work (laughs) out (laughs) boy you know and <laughs> so it's like and that and that it happens sitting across the board with a lot of issues uh-huh. within there is more of a societal blame and the truth is the reason I'm progressive is because I believe that's true the mm-hmm. fact that I can sit here and rip off seven things that are a societal issue with your overweightness right. and maybe only one obvious practical implication is you, right. you're just actually not working out enough and you're eating pretty crappy like mm-hmm. it's like then I feel like what has the more weight on the scale is the one i need to focus on more and so Mm -hmm. i think it leads to a lot of lack of advice for men in those circumstances do you you sense that uh no
2: yeah definitely do um i think that it's we could have a whole podcast series about (laughs) the things that make it very difficult for men and women to to date um you know the We just listed some economic kind of things and some social things, but, like, it is, even just in kind of preparing for this episode, it's hard for me to come up with, like, practical, oh, yeah, like, if you want to find a, you know, spouse or girlfriend, boyfriend or, you know, a group of people, like, this is what you should do, because that's just not necessarily how, I guess I... Used to think about that a little bit more, but as I've gotten more progressive, I've gotten more structural too. So I'm, I'm kind of, I definitely agree.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and 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 you and you get to a place where you're just like. I think there's a lot. Of the, the a lot of the debate recently has been like. What advice do they need? They need to stop hating women, you know, like, or they need to stop, you know, falling into these like white supremacist forums, or uh-huh. you know, they stop sinning, <laughs> stop <laughs> it, watching porn. It's like, really bad. It's really stop, bad. Yeah, right. It, and 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 a lot of it is because a lot of the face of uh, incel culture is white men, uh-huh. and let's be honest, we just as a society at this point do not have a lot of empathy for white men's problems. Mm. We see them as trite as first world problems yeah where it's like come on man minorities are out here being killed by cops every day and Uh you just you know can't get a date (laughs) and while I understand that and that is very true and that is very important to recognize that there is a disproportionate amount of painful situations that minority groups are going and women are going to go through in comparison to white men Mm -hmm. I I I feel like I'm abandoning the consistency of my ethic to then look at white men and be like, y'all have something that's disproportionately affecting you, but you got that handle that piece. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go deal with this stuff. Right. I think that's kind. Of, I I just I'm, that doesn't seem consistent with my ethics. Right. Well, and then
2: just that also, even if it was the fact that like what you just said of there are a lot of black people, a lot of. Hispanic people, Indian people, Asian people, who also deal with the same issues for different reasons. Some of it is white supremacy, with right. uh, you know some mm-hmm. of the things like uh, the what you were talking about—the European kind of beauty uh, mm-hmm. standard, standard, yes. and mm-hmm. and um, the social cast we have with race and everything. Like, so it's like it's. Even though it is kind of predominantly a white issue, it's also affecting other people because it's
0: a white supremacy issue too, so mm-hmm. yeah, no Yeah, one hundred percent. And and so there's what happens is there's a void of practical advice mm-hmm. on the left. Because it's like stop being a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Stop hating women go get a date. Mm-hmm. Learn how to talk to women, and it's just pretty callous and cold. If I'm honest, like mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's one of the it's one of the like not pretty parts of my political grouping. Is mm-hmm. I'm just like guys, like we can be more helpful to that group. Right. Like we we don't have to just like there are some pretty big factors that are affecting a lot of what's leading to that. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, and this is so. Obvious to me, but doesn't seem very obvious to a lot of other people on the left. If we don't say anything mm-hmm. to them or about their situation, of course they're gonna go fall into the arms of some self help right wing yeah. guru. guru Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah, like why wouldn't they? This is the only one talking to their situation, right? I remember one time, like, this is a personal thing, of just like, I remember one time. I was like early on in college and having a crappy, um, having some crappy dating experiences
1: mm-hmm.
0: and was looking for information from uh, Christian podcasts and stuff like that to like speak specifically to that issue because it was something specifically that I was struggling with. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, of course people will go online looking for <laughs> for right, something right. specific to what they're actually You know,
2: having to struggle through Right, especially, sorry to get more systemic Uh, But when, like,
0: things like uh,
2: Therapy costs money, but a podcast doesn't Bang, bang,
0: Mm bang I mean, massive I can listen, I can get any type of information From a podcast or from some Mm -hmm. kind of media source And yet I gotta, like, hopefully have health insurance Or Mm -hmm. money to go Get counseling and therapy If I even recognize or have enough self-awareness To realize that I need it, you know and so that lack of advice on the left is crazy to me. And, you know, we mentioned it a bit earlier, but this is pretty prominent in a lot of Christian circles too. Mm, yeah, like you—you you looked up a statistic before the show. What is it? Twenty-three uh, percent.
2: Uh, well, it depends on what country, but I think in the U.S., it was twenty-three percent of adults from the age of eighteen to forty-nine are single,
0: and who are active members of churches. Mm-hmm. And we know, like, a lot of Christians know, like, there's literally ministries for single people. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that there's, like, a lot of young adult spaces at churches to right. engage people who are, like, young professionals and probably single and not married yet. and mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like, we know that this exists, and we know that it's hard. We hear a lot of testimonies from people in the church mm-hmm. who are like, yeah, it sucks. I'm 33 I'm still single. You know, a lot of
1: women.
2: By yeah, the way, as no, well. I was actually you know? just reading a, uh, something about um I th- the number one group of people who are leaving the church are single women. mm-hmm because um, there's nothing for them, right?
0: A lot of Christianity in the West has been crafted mm-hmm. for married people. Yeah. A lot of church culture, a lot of a lot of the things that you can get involved in in your church, all that, mm-hmm. it's really crafted toward married people and it's like and restrictive to women. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's a terrible space for women. Right. Yeah, for in a lot of in a lot of evangelical spaces in particular. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the left in healthy Christianity have the best answers for this group. Mm-hmm. And so let's explore that with the rest of our time, okay? Some of the better answers because I mean you even said like what are what are some good advice to give to themselves? Mm-hmm. So, so let's just bounce off each other and, like, explore that. Because I, I just think that there's significantly healthy ways to, to like, speak into their struggle mm-hmm. that's not, like, become a Chad, you know, yeah. or an Alpha, you know? <laughs> like, you know? And I think one of them is just, like, like, you know, like, with a lot of the socialization factors is, like, Man, like, you, oftentimes, you know, my mom always said this to me growing up, if you want to have friends, you got to show yourself to be friendly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I do think that there's a sense in which, like, on a practical level, I, I really do think there's a sense in which, like, man, like, there's got to be a colleague that you're connecting with. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, like, sometimes you got to do the scary thing and, like, go sit at a bar. Mm-hmm. You know or you know in the church you kind of have this like neat opportunity to like you could like go to some of those community groups Mm -hmm. you could go to you know some of those you know like young adult ministry groups you know things Mm -hmm. of that nature like I also think like when you're in big public spaces like football games Mm -hmm. or you know um uh what the, weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, naturally, like, at some mm-hmm. point you're getting invited to a wedding, for God's sake. I mean, at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, you you, 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 the most isolated man on right. the planet mm-hmm. has been invited to a wedding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, you gotta find healthy ways to, like, talk to people mm-hmm. and, like, get to know people in that space. And, uh-huh find some common interest to where you're like, man, I would really love to hang out again and either talk about blank or go do blank or Mm -hmm. go, you know, like... So it really is just, like, taking advantage of the small amount of spaces that you are having some levels of socialization Mm -hmm. and, like, not being afraid to, like... Just initiate conversation. And you're Mm -hmm. going to be weird. You're going to be weird. Like, we're all weird in social... I'm weird in socialization, and I would consider myself a fairly charismatic and like mm-hmm. good, well communicated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it, it's like, it's still weird. Conversation is still weird, but like, taking advantage of some of those spaces mm-hmm. is super important. Yeah. You know? I agree. So that's one. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is just like, on a conversational level, like, It's a combination of, like, know what you like and don't be afraid to talk about it very hyped up and unapologetically, even Mm -hmm. if it's weird to other people. Okay. That's a big one. What do you mean? So, so like, a lot of this incel group, Uh like, loves weird. Or things that, like, most people who either think they're cool Uh or do have a lot more healthy socialization... Like aren't into Okay So like d- The truth so, is A lot of people Watch anime again, okay, I was A
1: saying. lot of people Play <laughs> video games uh-huh, uh-huh. You
0: know A lot of people Do those things uh-huh. You know Play Dungeons and Dragons You know Like I remember <laughs> At A&M You remember Like It was in one of those Like big fields In the middle of campus Where like oh. There was like Always this like Medieval oh. Like <laughs> jousting Like quit like quitted, Uh there was is a, it. What it might have
2: Quidd- been uh, there. There were, I know there was like fencing and stuff, but yeah. um, there was a quidditch team, which is like the the Harry Potter uh-huh. brooms. Like you know, was that was that what we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, that yeah. multiple times, and yeah. I was like, I think we won the the national quidditch. Dog. Uh, to be honest with you, I remember walking by that thing and thinking that's kind of cool. But you know what? Actually, stuff like that, uh, I don't, I don't, I can't speak for women, and this actually may sound really stupid, but. Women love Harry Potter. <laughs> uh,
0: bang. There you go. No, bang, bang. I don't it. think people, like, they do. Yeah. And, you know, like, I know a lot of women who grew up watching anime. Mm-hmm. Like, some anime is that was, like, tailored towards women a little bit more. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, there are a lot of women who love video games. Mm-hmm. So it's like, on one side, you just have to be like, hey, I think this is, like, a nerdy quirk about me, mm-hmm. but, like, I'm just gonna unapologetically, like, be like, hey, mm-hmm yeah this is something I love to do and mm-hmm. just have that casually come up in conversation and you never know where you're gonna find mm-hmm. an intersection yeah. but then also the other thing is like as you're talking like there has you have something in common with someone that you're talking to mm-hmm. you just do like something like a sports team uh clearly if you meet them at like a wedding you have mm-hmm. mutual friends yeah like, you how know. do you know such said right yeah, if you're sense. if you meet them at a sporting event you mm-hmm. have maybe some either Mutual team interests, or you have like some funny, like rivalry stuff you could talk about Mm because they may you may meet someone who's from an opposing team, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, if you meet someone at a bar, like, clearly, you both like to drink, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, it's just like because I know it's like very terrifying to socialize, especially at later portions in your life Mm -hmm. when you're like past your quote unquote peak years of like. Mm -hmm. You know, college and all that stuff. But, like, just stepping out there and recognizing the interests you have are cool to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You just don't think it is because you live in very isolated groups where Mm -hmm. you're like, well, the Chad's driving around in fun cars and oh. go to the beach and have sex with beautiful women, and I just sit here and play video games. It's like no, the Chad plays video games
2: too, right? And you know, not not you know, not all video games are as frowned upon as they used to be. You right. know, like people used to get beat up for playing Pokemon. And <laughs> <laughs> now Pokemon's
0: what hood did you <laughs> beat up for playing Pokemon? Hey, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs>
2: just just throwing that out there. You know, like crazy. not when I was there, not when I was around, but you know. Uh, uh, no, yeah um, But uh, <laughs> No, yeah I, I, I agree um, I also think that um, if, Especially in a big city It's like If she says no You may just never see her again Literally <laughs> Or if he says You know, whoever it is Right, like, Literally like okay you know it, it'll hurt obviously I'm not gonna deny that but like it's also like okay you know and
0: also like, reje- like I think the biggest thing like there's a huge like massive fear of like rejection mm. in a lot of you know you, you know young men and I'm just like bro like it's really it's not you like people have weird things that they're mm. into and like you know what I mean like it's like it, it, a lot of times it's really not you like you're not why they don't like you mm-hmm. you just don't fit what they're looking for and mm-hmm. it's like you're still dope you're just not what she in particular or he in particular was looking for. when in doubt she's a racist she's a hater <laughs> <laughs>
2: When in doubt, <laughs> when in doubt baby. It ain't you, bro.
0: <laughs>
1: when you're doubt, a king. Baby. Come on now,
2: you're a king. <laughs> when in doubt, baby.
0: But yeah, that's such a big one. It's just realizing, like, man, like, she honestly might not like you because she's not into black guys or she's not into, and mm-hmm. that's something for her to figure out. Or, you know, or she's not into, you know, short white guys or whatever. That's something for her to figure out. That's mm-hmm. not a you problem. Mm-hmm. You are still dope she is or he is just not into what is dope about you mm-hmm. they're into what's dope about somebody else so the even the rejection thing is just like while it sucks and like i'm not gonna sit here and act like i love rejection you know but i'm also <laughs> like i'm good because i have gotten to a place where i'm like okay bet like either that just wasn't what she was looking for or like her loss
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like
0: legit yeah. like I'm cool, someone else going to think I'm cool and find me, so right. it's like, you do have to have a little bit of that confidence, mm-hmm. that's not Chad, patriarchal trad, muscle guy, you know, frat boy you get frat boy <laughs> energy but it's, just, but it's a confidence of like no disrespect to frat boys, right. but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's the confidence of like, I'm good uh-huh. and she's good, Right. she'll go find someone she's looking for, I'll go find someone I'm looking for, you mm-hmm. know, and so that the rejection piece is big You know, like, I think another huge piece here is, like, you know, I think, um, so it's, it's realize that you're cool, you know, touch grass, have some, you know, learn how to have some, like, intersection and, like, in your conversation and know where to meet people and where they're, where their interests are. Mm-hmm. Don't be super afraid of rejection. But another big piece here is like... This is so weird to say, which is why I've been hesitating to say it. And even like repeating something uh, I've said before to not say it. And I'm doing that again right now. Go ahead, go ahead. Take a shower. <laughs> take a shower. I wasn't expecting that. It, take a shower. <laughs> like I mean yeah. like take a... Sh- and, and it's more than just actually taking a shower. Because I'm not going to sit here and like act like, like all these men aren't showering right it's more of like an example of like you can get drippy bro Mm -hmm. like you can you can you can work on the drip like we can work we can all work on the drip we can all evolve in like i just i know guys that like you know we're really having trouble like ever getting into like romantic engagements and i'm looking at them and i'm like yeah i know why I'm sorry like it like bro, like, and it's like and it you don't have to become this like like I said, we don't have to become a frat boy with chubbies and like that hates women, you know like but but, but what we can do is like you know we 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 could step up the like the shirt game, you know and 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 the and and you know we could. You know, try some new hairstyles. Or, big, uh, find, you know, find that find that barber that gets you yeah, yeah. right. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you actually, know like, actually, and you can ask. Right. You could say, like,
2: you know, do 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 some artwork. You know, go do crazy. do what? Yeah, go crazy. Yeah. Surprise
0: me. You know what I Because mean? they'll probably
2: they can. You know, they do that. Because sometimes you don't know.
1: You.
0: Like it, it takes a lot of people years to know. Like, man, what do mm-hmm. I love my hair to look yeah. like? you know what I'm saying. And so it's like, don't be afraid to just be like, man, I, I found like a cool barber and. I've seen his work and like, mm-hmm. let me go for this type of thing. let bot. me go for this Ooh, type of. This
2: was a good one. Buy the uh, buy the 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 beard trimming uh, kit. You know that you see on, yeah. your, <laughs> on your little algorithm on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you know
0: that's how you rock man. man. That's
2: how you rock man That's how you fish You 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 even out the beard a little bit, you know. Uh, get the get the oil, make it look soothing. <laughs> that's, and, that and, you, <laughs> that's how you fish him, and man, there bro. there you go. Like all of a sudden, you what what
0: was your biggest curse, is now. Bro, I, <laughs> I just very often I'm saying this for a reason, even though it sounds a little silly. But like very often, I see men who just by not by their own volition are just not having a lot of romantic mm. interest or like interactions and i'm just like bro you really a couple fits away mm. and like because i'll I look at him I'm like you're actually like decently conventionally attractive like you're not mm-hmm. like a bad looking guy you're just like you're just stunt locked yeah you know terrified all these other pressures you mm-hmm. know and like yeah so so oh, yeah. i'm i'm curious about another
2: thought too of like if you really just don't want to like i'm not the type of person who wants to talk to a girl at a bar i'm just not uh um, right. you know and and i respect that for other people too if they want to or don't want to mm-hmm. but like as far as like um doing like
0: online dating or online groups are you a proponent would you say or i mean it's obviously like social media is like one of the biggest places to meet people Mm. and to interact with people so like if like why not that's like that's a great space to and you know dating apps Mm -hmm. are trying to get better about like matching you with the right match people like filtering out like creeps filtering Mm. out like people who ghost all the time like Mm. so it's like it's not like dating apps aren't like adjusting and trying to help people figure this out Mm -hmm. especially post-covid because covid like Oh yeah, to really mess this game up for a lot yeah, of people, yeah. you know, like we we could have a whole episode on mm. fem cells. On what? On fem cells because <laughs> women are struggling with this too. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, uh, but Got a lot of know. nuns out there, bro. Just right. <laughs> like, especially we <laughs> talked about it in the church. Yeah. And so, so COVID really messed it up for a lot of people. But like, yeah, like, the dating apps are great, and I think like, you know, on the economic side of it, like, where is it is a real struggle is one dates are expensive. Mm-hmm. Dates really are expensive, especially yeah. in this like trad reality of like you have to pay for both as yeah. a guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is which is nonsense. Dude. It is. It is. I I,
2: I will personally say to this I I have been in a situation where I was on uh not un, unemployed uh what was it? Unpaid intern. Mm. Um it, that was the
0: reason why I wasn't dating, like, legit, there was a girl I was interested, I couldn't pay for shit. So, yeah, uh, like, I mean, like, it's, a, it happens. it's a real it's thing. A real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing, like, if you if you don't think you can afford dates, and like, mm. and the truth is, a lot of dates that are less expensive are more intimate. Mm. Come over to my house, let's cook, mm. you know, like, let's have a picnic outside, mm. let's go, go on a walk. walk at a park, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's like, a walk on the park is actually pretty good, especially for, like, a first date, I guess, you mm. know, but, like, it, it still is a mildly more intimate than sitting across from a table at dinner in a more like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, um, kind of like conventional first date space. Feels a little bit more normative. You feel like it's easier to have conversation. You know. Yeah. But like, yeah, if you're if you are like, I that is a real struggle. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just gonna reach here. I I don't know your answer to this, but like. do you have like minor solutions to that that you can think of on the like Expensive dating side. Um, I have some thoughts, but like, um, maybe I don't know, Groupon. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: but like, ask for welfare, uh, right. there, there, has, there, has, there has to be like a there had food stamps. You for know, like, it, for it, we, you know? There should be like a dating insurance. Like, a <laughs> you b- <laughs> file broke. <laughs> <to get some laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh no. Uh, that that is a good question. Of like, a, I don't know. I mean. It's hard on first dates because if you really don't have much money, then it's like there's not going to be much of a way to afford things that were already unaffordable. But I think, yeah, it's just really the better way is uh,
0: trying to find, you know, things that are cheap. I don't know. How, how, how much is like bowling costs? You know they're, they're, there's inexpensive stuff like that that yeah. one's pretty decent like right. I, I can't I can't imagine that you're dropping fat stacks to go bowling and get a drink mm. and a oh yeah like know, oh yeah they're are like,
2: like things like you know like uh, like specifically with bowling like uh I don't know like half off night or you yeah. know free women are free or something yeah. that was a thing that we did in a we tried, <laughs> it actually didn't work uh, in a youth impact uh, we tried to go bowling uh, on the night that women bowl for free. Oh, You're yeah, and oh, they yeah, just still yeah. didn't show up.
0: <laughs> 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 so maybe that's not the best advice. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but, but uh Yeah, yeah. No, I'm but like I, yeah, no, I think like I personally I'm like look, I, I, I you you can't I've been I've been fortunate to go on dates where like women have been real AF and mm. have, you know, like split the ticket with me, you know, and like mm. I have been in whole relationships where we almost so, never split the ticket, you yeah. know, and I was constantly forking yeah. it up and like and so like used, I use, bro. It's one of those things. Oh, look, so. I'm always adjust to whatever uh-huh. she is and we can have conversations and we can figure things out and you know, but like I'm yeah. always try to adjust and like I don't mind fulfilling some of the traditional expectations at least on the front end until we like navigate stuff, you mm-hmm. know, but like um I I I will say. I think, like dates are overrated. Mm. Like, I I I I think especially in like. As as things are shifting, like, bro, like, it's it's cool to like chat, FaceTime, talk on the phone, early on, mm-hmm. like forcing like. Making yourself spend an inordinate amount of money for like. Mm-hmm three dates, and that's the only place that you and her are talking, and then it ends, like, I, I get where that's not only frustrating, but that like, makes you reluctant to keep putting yourself out there, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, like, take advantage of like, like, text for a little bit. Mm-hmm. FaceTime for a little bit. You know, like, like do, do some things that are like, I'm getting to know you and I'm connecting yeah, with you before if, I have to spend like, a crap ton of money. You <clears> if you're, a, I don't know,
2: like, uh, interested in both like the Cowboys or something like that, right? Um,
0: you don't have to go to the game. You could watch it um, Hey, meet me at a bar, house. I wanna watch the game. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. or like I got some friends that are gonna watch the Cowboys game, you wanna come right with, Which is right. also another massive hit of is like a... if you have you not times these people don't have true friends, true, but, true. But, like, <laughs> if you do have at least a small friend group right like, right like be like, Hey, like me and my friends wanna go do this. Would you like to come? You know, and like yeah. You know, and, like, at the very least, you're maybe going to buy, like, a snack or a drink Mm. or, you know, like, going out to dinner or something. True. You know, and and you can find, like, inexpensive, like, find that, like, I don't know, that, like, golf place, that, you know, the half-night-off stuff, you know, like, Mm. that is, like, you know, like, and and let me be very clear. We're an hour and 12 into this, like, but let me be very clear. (laughs) I, we are no gurus here. Right, right. (laughs) This is more me trying to say, as someone with progressive values, mm-hmm. I would like to add something into this space because the left isn't, <laughs> you know, like right, right. it's, this is a very avoided thing because the mm-hmm. face of it feels like, oh, it's a bunch of racist mm-hmm. white men. Oh, I'm like, it doesn't mean we could like just not give advice. Right, against. As as progressives
2: too, uh, I, I do feel like we should give the the standard uh, uh, vote for people who.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, no, yes. Go, go ahead. Yeah, yes. You could say yes. better. Yes, one hundred percent. We're gonna to get to the church here in a second, and kind of how Christianity can respond to this. Mm. But like, and like, there was only so much practical advice I could give on one so We can't exhaust the <laughs> right. conversation here. I but was like, just kind of freestyling. I really ran out of ideas. Yeah, because <laughs> it is tough. You got to think about this stuff really hard, and it is uh-huh. really circumstantial. And it's probably best if you have someone with a specific question that you can mm. respond yeah, to. That yeah, yeah. Specific question, but like it is really big to just like vote for politicians who are going to um, fight for more livable wages Mm -hmm. fight for better infrastructure of cities and communities housing housing Mm. you know fight and you know like you know fight to like shift some cultural stuff like Mm. you know like one of the biggest reasons that this is happening is because we got really weird rigid we've mentioned this really weird rigid ways of understanding men and women dynamics mm-hmm. you know we're still we still got people debating over whether like a married person can can go grab dinner with a friend right that's of the opposite sex yeah I was like bro in 2023 Mm-hmm. come on dog or like, what women are like allowed to wear yeah. yeah so we're having such all these other really dumb conversations that makes this even more difficult right mm-hmm. and you have men who are desperately well not desperately but like who, who do have a fear of coming off as like creepy and appropriate mm-hmm. um uh like you know Nasty or whatever, and so they so it's just harder for them to like it makes them a little bit more reluctant, mm-hmm. but it, it's just because we have really one, we are on the back end of the Me Too movement, which is going to make men a little bit more re- for, for good reason. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. watch how you talk to women, like that's that, that, yeah, watch how you're interacting with women, uh, yeah, that's important, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, it's like it's also like we have really stupid old school rules of even what are the relationship dynamics between men and women mm-hmm. in different circumstances <clears> of life and things like that. And that is a huge thing feeding this issue. So a politician mm-hmm. who fights for some cultural shift on like some civil rights stuff may actually be paramount mm-hmm. in fixing some of these issues. Yeah. Um, Maybe we could bless the Christians a little bit on the with with the last bit of this, mm-hmm. but like I do think a huge issue within this space is a lack of identity of what a man is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like we talked about earlier, like the rigid like protect, provide, you mm-hmm. know, like whatever. Like and so I just think it is such an obvious one to one that Christianity has an answer to this with the person of Jesus Christ
1: Mm.
0: who is like such a nuanced complicated man Mm -hmm. and in many ways was not a traditional man even within his own Mm. society wasn't married wasn't looking to be married
1: Mm -hmm.
0: didn't have consistent Mm -hmm. work uh didn't really always stay in a home, like <laughs> Yeah. Kind of bounced from spot to spot. Uh-huh. Didn't have a lot of home and financial security. Mm-hmm. You know, was like consistently like kind of um fundraised, mm-hmm. you know, and like you know, financially supported. And Real into and... animate. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I don't know why that happened. <laughs> It got me, I don't know why we did it. <laughs> um, that was funny. <laughs> but um I, th- I think he's I think he is a phenomenal example of how manhood can be significantly more fluid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, I, I think that is such an obvious, like just right off the bat surface reality mm-hmm. that like he's such a great model of like, man, there's so many ways to be a man. Yeah. Well, and also, like, one thing that I think is really funny of, like, how he had
2: his disciples and he had women, like, kind of alongside each other. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, like, kind of okay. And they weren't, like, dating each yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. yeah. Some of them had full on, you know, husbands. Made uh, people. Yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. know, in power and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, that is a funny one to me of, like, Churches kind of distancing men and women, you know, having women's Bible studies and men's Bible studies, which I'm not necessarily saying are like completely bad, but like,
0: no, it's pretty bad. Yeah, okay, I'm it's sorry. It's, it's no, you're right, really, you're right, you're right. Not, you're right. I don't want to
2: really, be PC, you're absolutely really, right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I think it's pretty useless. I'm, it, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, um,
0: there's, there's very particular times for it, yeah. but a lot of it is like a very bad understanding of gender and gender relations, yeah. you know. Uh,
2: Cross gender and if the community that Jesus fostered had men and women alongside each Come other on. being discipled by Jesus Christ himself hmm. then um, you know maybe it's time the pastors open things up to be uh men and women inclusive too
0: that's
2: it uh, so I'd say that as a pastor advice um, and and then also just on an individual basis of like yeah it's like completely fine and Christian to approach the woman at church and in a friendly and respectful way. Yes, and,
0: and, and just have friends. Like, my God, like, the idea that, like, the idea that, like, uh, you know, you, uh, the idea that you have to have these very, like, robotic and, and not organic, relate Bec- this idea that you're constantly afraid that you're going to sleep with the woman. mm or that you're gonna sleep with the man and you're married, or you know, like, I I think that it's absurd. Mm-hmm. It's absurd, like, bro. Like, can, can I can I can we just all keep it above? I end up with who I want to end up with. You sleep with who you want to sleep with. You do what you want to do. Like, you don't have to cheat on your wife. You don't have to, you know, like. Make moves at this woman or make moves at this man. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can learn how to just be their friend. Mm-hmm. You can learn how to just appreciate the things that they have to offer without it being like some kind of romantic transactional thing. For ev- like, it, it's almost like one of the struggles with Christianity is like there is an assumption of romance factored into every mm-hmm. uh, inter cross gender. Relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just like you see a guy and a girl that are really good friends, and everyone starts to like poke each other and be like, oh, "Are they gonna?" Yeah. And it's like, why, uh-huh. why, why is that the assumption? Like, right. if, if if you have a like, oh, that would be interesting to see. That's yeah. one thing. But when it's like this, like, oh, that has to be. That's mm-hmm. why they're so mm-hmm. close. Whereas like, can they just be close? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, right yeah
2: no um, also one thing I also think uh, you and I would agree on and maybe some people turned this off when we said this earlier um, women feel free to ask men out <laughs> that's 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 Big. complete I don't like Big. I actually if I have a daughter I I would hope that like I I would hope that she does because mm-hmm. probably um, she's going to make better decisions Than you know the choosing guys and the, the to men who are in, yeah, her, yeah. in
0: her DMs you know mm-hmm. so like yeah, why, why not? I, it is absurd not to. Like, I understand that people have personal preferences, and I understand that we've been socialized. A, a lot of women have been socialized into absolute fear of that scenario, mm. and I have to respect that it's super valid and, yeah. and you know, like, um, you know, like, makes sense. But it's like, there's absolutely no reason for you not to. If you're interested in a guy, mm. ask them out. Mm. Like... Th- most of the rest of society thinks you're pretty silly for like sitting around you're 35 years old and still single Mm -hmm. and you're not asking people out Mm -hmm. and I know dating apps have helped because now the women can initiate a little bit more through like social media and stuff but it's like it is it is it is the height of futility to me Mm -hmm. that we have a society where we exclude an entire entire half of the human population
1: mm.
0: from uh, from having a voice initiating right. a relationship <laughs> literally like, having a voice I j- it's just that that's a that it's well, just, and
2: yeah. and I I've, I've seen women who like end up with the man that like makes no sense why they're with each other because she is just kind of like oh yeah you know I gotta gotta give the man a chance because no one else is. Out yeah, eventually. right. Like no one else is asking me out, or or it, you just never know when someone is going to ask you out, and so it's like I don't know. Like there's there's almost a, a sense of um, th- I'll just go ahead and say like some relationships just shouldn't happen, no. uh, but they only do because because a, a man just kind of stumbled on. So like oh yeah, I'm going to ask her out, and she's like okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically it just kind of matriculation. Yeah. Not uh, not every relationships like that, but like mm-hmm. there are some relationships that could be better with someone else, the 100%. person that you wanted, you know. And, and so
0: one hundred percent, it it is, <clears throat> yeah. It's 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 absurd, and I, and I think it would so. I I I. I I try to avoid what is an obvious reality that women can help with a lot of this mm-hmm. in a lot of ways not just even the asking out piece but like a lot of this mm-hmm. you know women can help um, but that, that that is an obvious one and mm-hmm. and I mean like I think Jesus is such a good model for manhood and I also think that like there's another aspect of just like Man, if you honestly carry the characteristics of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self control,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with each of those being fleshed out and understood contextually within a modern within modern circumstances, it's just gonna help a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Like y- you, your people are just gonna be more attracted to wanting to be around you, and mm-hmm. you're gonna have a little bit better socialization. You're going to. Um, uh be able to be um it's it's going to be easier to to dialogue with women and have their assumptions be more oh this is a good faith conversation and not like a um a simply transactional mm-hmm. conversation yeah, yeah. you know like it, like carrying these characteristics just really like is just helpful for your thriving as a human, and while you don't do this for this reason, because that's you know moderately predatory to like <laughs> let me be a nice guy so I can you know have sex with women, you know? <laughs> and, right. right? That's really <laughs> nice. but like at the same time, it's like it it is just going to be a natural implication that you're just going to have better socialization and engagement, even with all of the strictures and the barriers to it. Through our society, if you carry a lot of those characteristics and those aspects, mm-hmm. it's just—it's 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 just a good look. It's just a better way to be human, and I think really good humans get, you know, like some good outcomes. That's, that's not foolproof by any means, obviously. Mm-hmm. Life, life screams at you that you can be a really dope person and like get some really shitty outcomes but like Mm -hmm. i i do i do think that there is a lot that christianity has to offer to this conversation but one christianity has to take empirical data and like sociological issues seriously Two, we can't constantly give the like just pray or Mm. like find your identity in christ like Yeah, like we can really reimagine the idea of finding out your identity in Christ and like looking at Christ and seeing like what is a more fluid way to perform manhood. Mm -hmm. So instead of like forcing people into these like stoic ideas of like Jesus wept.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Bang. You Uh, know, like you know, we have these like stoic ideas of like spirituality of like just have your identity and your and your and your framework be. In Jesus, and it's like I, I, I think that I, while I ultimately believe that I think we need to define what that actually means. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Exactly, because mm-hmm. it's 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 just it's just ethereal, you know, n- nonsense. Like you mm-hmm. know, like, like you know, and so it's like it's much better to like frame it in the idea of like what are ways to follow the way of Christ mm. and have that shape more of my motives. And more of my identity than um, other aspects that I could. Like, Mm. you know, I could follow the way of white supremacy and end up down that path. So, (laughs) like, um, yeah, I think that's kind of a scratch the surface on this, you know, because it's so nuanced and complicated, and people have really complicated stories, and like, you know, like, what white male incels are going through, in comparison to what like black, Asian, and Indian male incels or Hispanic male incels are going mm-hmm. through, is just drastically different. And so it is like a very complicated, nuanced conversation. But surface scratched, I guess. Yeah.
2: Sufficiently, I would I would hope. You know, yeah. maybe. I mean, we definitely still do care about the systemic uh, roots behind this. Mm-hmm. But you know just kind of wanted to touch the, the, um, <laughs> the side that the, the, the right actually is touching just that you know.
0: In a very and a adverse very... and disgusting way. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um uh, boom. There it is. Mm-hmm. It's not only take a shower, but <laughs> mm-hmm. it would help if you took a shower. Yes. Um. I hope this was informative mm-hmm. uh, I, I know a lot of people don't really think much at all about this issue and it's like only in like kind of political spaces that we even like have some language formulated to really engage in this stuff mm-hmm. and so that is an obvious helpful thing that the left does is they do give really helpful like frameworks to like begin to engage with this stuff but yeah hopefully this was like informative and and um and can be practical for maybe people in your own life, yourselves, mm-hmm. people that you go to church with, you know. Um, but there it is. Uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Moral Minority Podcast. Um, you know, if you have any thoughts, questions, me and Katie love to interact on social media. And also, of course, uh, feel free to email us at the Moral Minority Show at gmail.com. And we would love to uh, interact with you there. Um, but. That's gonna close out our Dallas Cowboys, uh, America's team slash. What do we do with Incels <laughs> Episode, and uh, hope that you uh, hope that you join us again um, next time.